What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, you guys? I am so excited for Just Talking today with my beautiful, most amazing, most inspiring. Like, I don't have all the words that I want to use for you, but she's literally an angel, a light, this beam of, like, full wisdom and strength and encouragement and, like, all the things. My beautiful friend, Tiffany Peterson. Oh, Welcome. my gosh. This girl is like seriously my sister and her energy. You already know this because you follow her. Her energy is so vivacious and so contagious. And I'm like, oh, yes, sister. When we met and crossed paths, what, yes. like a year ago? Yeah. Yeah, it has year for us. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh. I should have got you a good anniversary present. I'm sorry, babe. That's I will. Okay. Let's go celebrate together. Still, absolutely. But yeah, I just love who you are. And I love Thank what you're you. about. And I love what you're creating and sharing. And you're just such a light. Thank you. So are you. you are. Thank you. And thanks for being on today. And you guys, seriously, I'm so excited. So we're going to talk about all the things about self-love and give you guys like a little kind of Valentine's special and just talk to you about what we're going through with our own self-love and how self-love applies for us and how important it is that you always have self-love, no matter what season you're in, no matter even like, and I'm not saying just season of like, all oh, right, now it's Valentine's, but like the season of life that you're in, because Sometimes we're in our hardest seasons, and those are the seasons that it's the hardest to find the self-love. And so we want to kind of talk to you guys about that and give you guys some little advice and some tips on it. Mm. Um, so Tiff, tell me, what is self-love to you? Mm. I think self-love is just a constant or regular remembering of who we truly are, right? Is that I think in life, we just like the way that we regularly take care of our bodies or we shower and get ready. It's like, we have to like regularly go through kind of a cleansing and nourishing process. And I think our hearts or our self-love and self-concept are the same. It's, I truly believe every human is a piece of the divine, right? Like they're a God or goddess in embryo, or they have the divine spark, or sometimes we hear the language or created in the image of God, right? Like whether you want to be in the religious language or spiritual teacher, however we have presence to this, I think we're all talking about the same thing, which, oh my gosh, I mean, just to be alive is such a true miracle. Like when you think about it, like your heart's beating right now and you didn't know that and right. just put your intention on it. Well, even like, like you can automatically right. wink and like everything right. works for you. And now right. I'm focusing on that because you just talked to me about it. And the fact that like as humans, we can dialogue and like share conversation and communication and that you can see and smell and taste and touch and like you woke up today. If you're listening to this, you woke up today. Yes, you did. Right? And so from everything from like the sky and the flowers to like, oh my gosh, the human body knows how to process food and like, oh wow, and all colors. It's just, anyway, I'm not trying to wax too poetic. The point being is 
you are this incredible miracle. The fact you're even alive, like your chances of being alive are like one in 400 trillion is what they estimate. I mean, Dang. think about the fact you're even in a human That's body true. is like, hey, you're a winner. Because how many like You are all winning right now. Yes. You're <laughs> winning because of all those tiny little sperms that had to like try to make it happen. It is so true. Your odds of success. You won the Olympic gold medal already. Right. But especially from like a tender heart, people that have struggled with infertility, right? Or have really challenged or had miscarriages or things. And I say that with so much just love if you've been through that. Like getting pregnant and conceiving a baby and actually being born is truly a miracle. So that's really beautiful to know. And it's great philosophy as well as I believe true spiritual knowledge, but we forget it all the time. And we live in a world where it's like we gather this debris on us. So self-love to me is about coming home because you're truly, when I think about who God is, Mm -hmm. God is love. Yeah, absolutely. You are love. I am love. Everyone listening at their center and core is this spark of love and light. And we often, because we're human and we come into this human body, having this human experience and we come into this world and as little kids, we're so awed by everything. We have these magical eyes. Like you have your beautiful little girls and like living through them. Like how often do you get to see that they are like, Oh my gosh, life, how yes. cool. And then as we get older, we we learn things like fear and shame and body image and judgments and all the things that we gather as part of being human. We start to believe that we have to perform for mm-hmm. our parents' approval or for you know our society or for our group of friends to fit in. We've got to be a certain way, do certain right. things. And so sometimes we lose that magnificence or that miraculous mindset we lose that we are truly this incredible child of of goodness and and light yeah because we grow up into and get taught and things get said and maybe we went through a tough thing or we got cheated on or we went through a divorce or we were abused or something like and even if you didn't have this massive trauma all of us if you're listening to this at some point you deal with or have dealt with these fears of, am I enough? Am I, do I measure up? Am I lovable stuff? Like, do I have what it takes? We're all, whether people talk about it or not, and no matter what they share on social media, Mm -hmm. every human, you know, at some level, they have dreams and strengths and they have struggles and fears. Yeah. And so self love matched with the combination of self care, self care to me is an extension or an expression of self love. I agree right? Is it brings you back home. And so I have to regularly practice being home. I mean, as you know, before we click record, I'm like, oh my gosh, here are all the things that are going on. But I know that it's like the self-care practices that bring me back to my self-love and to my true self. That's what is needed. I've been calling self the self-love experience much more in the last year about, I'm talking about it in the language of coming home is your true self coming home to your self-worth is internal. I also believe it's eternal, but our self-confidence ebbs and flows all the time. I love that. Right? Like, I think you're worthy all the time. Yeah. Thank you. I think anyone listening, you're loved and you're worthy all the time. Your self-confidence ebbs and flows Absolutely. based on what you're paying attention to, what other, someone else maybe have been short or, or, you know, right. wasn't as warm to you, or maybe you felt left out or you feel like, gosh, I got on the scale today and I have all this judgment about it. Is right. there's all this stuff day in and day out where you're like, 
And then we have, we have to come home regularly to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's even like in life too. Like you're, you could be at work all day long and then you have to come home. And then are you really coming home and like Mm -hmm. being there? Or are you carrying all the debris from throughout the day? And then that's showing up in what you're doing at home. And that can be hard too, because then you can't really be like your best self there. And I love like how you use that analogy of coming home and you have your self-care rituals. What are some of the rituals that you do for you to find your own home and your peace? Yeah, I love that. I have some go-tos for sure. And there is a question that I've been modeling for clients of mine for years, and I then use it myself. And the question is this, it's simple, but it's what do you need, sweetheart? And I invite you all to write that down and put it on a three by five card, put on your bathroom mirror or somewhere you'll see it regularly is, and I love the little affectionate term, sweetheart, right? Because similar, like it really gave me like warmth just hearing that. And I was like, I did. I was like, Oh, oh." and it like gave me like a tingle. Like it was good to hear. Yes. See, we want the tingle. Yeah. We want that comfort. Yes. (laughs) But just the same way. Like how old are your girls? I'm almost six and almost three. It's almost six and three. So, you know, if a cute three-year-old or four-year-old or six-year-old comes to you and they're, they're exhausted, they're, they're having a meltdown, or they're woke, woken up in the middle of the night having a bad dream, we likely are going to be real comforting to them and say, what do you need, sweetheart? Come here. Come on my lap. Get your, get your blankie yeah. and let's cuddle this out. So I just think if we're softer to ourselves and kinder. And so for me, I will share a few thoughts on a few go-to rituals, but I think asking yourself is building a true sense of self-relationship where you can be your own guide, right? Your own coach for yourself in essence, where you drop in and say, what do you need, sweetheart? Yeah. Because Sunday stuff, when I ask that question, I'm like, you know what? I'm crawling in bed with my laptop and I'm watching Netflix and I'm ordering DoorDash, you know, and I'm getting a a burger or pizza or something. And that is truly what I'm, I'm craving or asking for. And sometimes of course it's like, let's go for a run or let's go connect with a good friend or, or go read or rest or sleep. I'm a big believer like you in having a morning ritual, mm-hmm. right? Is how you start your day is such an influence. And absolutely. the one thing that I love to teach on this though, is what I call the sacred 10 is that at least the first 10 minutes of your day get to be sacred and get to be for just you. Too often people start their day on their device. Absolutely. And versus like prayer or meditation or reading. And for me each day, I start my day with um, at least a short prayer, or sometimes it's longer, but a prayer. And then I read from a daily devotional book called Jesus Calling. I love that. And then I sometimes will do a meditation or certain things, or I'll listen to something from Abraham Hicks, or I'll read from a personal growth book or my gratitude journal, right? Which was part of my morning today. Yeah. So I kind of, it, I mix it up a little bit. So it has to do with how much time. And then ideally it's like, let's get to the gym or get moving my body. But yeah. sometimes for me, I truly only have 10 minutes. And so I'll do the 10 minutes and then move into my day. And then sometimes for me, I will go do a workout in the middle of the day and then come back to it. But I think morning ritual is a go-to self-care strategy, right? I love that you're saying do the 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Everybody has 10 minutes that you can do, or you can start to set your alarm 10 minutes earlier and give yourself that sacred 10. And that sacred 10 turns into sacred self-love and you can Mm -hmm. turn that into you finding home. And one thing I kind of want to go back, put a little bit on, but you said like asking yourself, like, what do you need sweetheart? What if some people don't know what they need? How do you help them mm-hmm. find that voice for themselves to answer? Because sometimes it's so muffled by the debris of the world that you actually yeah. have no idea what it is that you need. And you haven't ever let yourself actually tell yourself, oh, you know what? This is what I need. I love and that. how do you get someone there? <laughs> I just love you and love her. You're just your awareness. It's so true. 
is because again, it's like you're building a new relationship. And for some people, this is really new thinking, you know, and for me, it's been uh, a journey, especially the last 10 years that I've been on and in certain times more intently than others. But I love what you're saying is I think it starts with just us becoming more inquisitive of ourselves, mm -hmm. inquiry, right? Going into the inquiry is asking questions, things yes. around like, what do you want? What brings you joy? That's a great question. What mm -hmm. feels like nourishment? What would feel like comfort to you? What would feel like, you know, like the things that light you up and bring you joy and becoming more clear about those things. And so I would journal those things or take a, a couple of walks in the woods, in yes. the mountains or in your yoga class or I do know that stillness has a lot to do with receiving clarity. And so one activity that I also really love is called a joy list. Is you make a list of, you know, ideally say 30 things, 15 things that cost money and 15 things that don't. But beginning to your point is like, if someone doesn't know themselves well to be like, well, I don't know what I need or I'm not sure. It just tells me there hasn't been a lot of yet, yet yes. that exploration of, getting to know myself more right. like, what do I need? And some of you might say, I love to wander around a bookstore. And I'm of course projecting myself right now. I, you love, know? It. I love being in a bookstore or in a lovely cafe or going to a great movie or taking a hot soak or playing tennis or whatever. As you come up with the things from small to big, some cost money, some that don't, but the things that fill you up and that you allow yourself. I do think that's part of the conversation is permission. Yeah is I used to believe that, you know, my life was only of worth based on how much I could quote, do for others. Oh, same right? sister. Same. I, mean, I, still, like, I still struggle with that. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And I think we struggle with it because there is truth to it. It's like your life. The reality is, is my life wouldn't have fulfillment if it was just all about me. Right. But on the other side of that pendulum, if you're only all about everyone else, is finding some healthy, I don't believe in the perfect balance, mm -hmm. but awareness of, am I nourishing me? And yes. am I nourishing others? Am yes. I nourishing me and nourishing others? Like the yin yang is, I think a thriving life includes both. But for so long, my whole worth was always attached to everything outside of me. Mm -hmm. Like my whole worth was about performance. And if I was doing well enough and good enough grades and trying to make my dad proud of me and, you know, trying to hustle for a man's approval or attention yeah. or trying to be like, oh, okay, so how do I look? And then for me, you know, my spiritual life has been a big part of my life, my whole life. And it has evolved a lot in the last few years, but you know, for a while it was always me trying to like measure up this, like trying to check all those perfect boxes too. Mm -hmm. And like to be quote unquote, a good girl. And I believe in being a God girl. Mm -hmm. Right. But the difference there has shifted is like, okay, for me, it's just this awareness and probably for all of you listening is the same concept is learning how to say, okay, it isn't either or it's, and oh, I show I up for myself that. and I show up for others I versus that. I only show up for others and I get all my worth that way. Or it's always all about me and it's a big yeah. ego show. No, it's, I show up for myself and I show up for others I love that. and learning that it's like, yeah, like I love having great friends in my life and love in my life and relationships in my life and clients. And I love to be connected to others. I love being connected to you. It's like, okay, great. And that brings like such a beauty to your life. And it's like, Hey, sometimes you're like, Oh, what do I need right now? Yeah. And what, 
what's out of alignment. Sometimes it's just like, I need more sleep and I need to honor that or I need boundaries on my technology. Right. Or I need more time in the woods. Like last Friday, one of my things is I was just like, okay, we're going to get in the woods and go on a hike in the woods, even though there's still snow, a lot of snow up there in, in the mountains right now at the time of we're recording this. But I was like, okay, I just got bundled up my snow gear and, you know, went and spent about 45 minutes on a trail. And that was really good for me. Just giving yourself that yeah. clarity and that permission, I think yeah. is so beautiful how you said that. I think that's something that we all work towards doing that. And I love, I think that ties back to what do you need, sweetheart? Because you would give a, a little girl permission to give herself whatever she needs. Mm -hmm. And then it's just applying that and mirroring that for ourselves. Like, hey, you have permission to go ahead and go do that. And I think that's so powerful. And even sometimes you can just be like, sometimes you just need a hug. Like, and you just want someone just to hold you like, you know, it's going to be okay. Like mm -hmm. I get today sucks. I totally get it, but I love you and it's going to be all right. And you're here and just come, come snuggle up and let's just be in this moment. Mm -hmm. And I just love that question. So I hope that you guys all wrote that down. You guys go ahead and apply that. And when you apply that and if it brings you any clarity, tag Tiffany in it and let her know like what that clarity was that mm -hmm. that brought for you. Cause I think that's an amazing gift that you just gave. And like that in itself is life, right? Is like, we are constantly getting these little gifts every single day, all these little moments. Like, like you said, we wake up and that is a gift. And then what is it that you get to learn today? That is another gift. Like who in your light is, who in your life is going to give you light today? And like, how can you be that light source for others? So it's not just for you. It's that and piece. And I absolutely love how you're saying that. Yeah. Who, how are you able to go from where you said you used to you know, have that achiever mentality, that was where your self-worth was so wrapped up in, to realizing like, okay, I can give myself self-worth and I can also be worthy and love others and do all of those things and finding that, how did you, how are you able to shift that? Was it helping you ask yourself those questions or what brought you to that place? Well, I'll say it in this way, it's still a work in progress. Thank you for right. saying that because I mean, that makes real. me feel good about life. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, I think it's really important to say that is there are certain principles and certain habits that I know work and there's certain life truths, but I am still like a student of them and I'm still applying them. And I think that's one of the ways that's, that's also liberation and freedom because I'm a recovering perfectionist, right? Yes. <laughs> I love it. And so the reality of, you know, it's never going to be perfect. Like I, I haven't perfectly learned that lesson, but like a muscle in the gym, mm -hmm. I can strengthen it. I yes. can strengthen self-love and strengthen that my worth is not attached to uh, people's approval of me mm -hmm. or things of that nature. Yeah. You know, as I think that um, the experience of that is just, I've had the opportunity to practice it quite a bit for myself. So I think that's really important that we say that because one of the things that it I have is a seen, practice. It is a practice. It's just like, an, it's not it's like relationships. Yeah. It's just like, I kind of wish that I could go to the gym once a month and check the box and it's done for the whole month. Oh my gosh. That'd be so great. Right. And you're like, Hey, done. And I have a smoking hot bod. Yes. But it doesn't work that way. I have to, if I want that outcome to be healthy and fit and feeling great and having high energy, I'm going to have to put in the daily time. Mm -hmm. Listen, sister, the spiritual rent to do this practice is due every damn day. I know. Right? It's yes. Like, so I just want to have openness and transparency because I think no matter what it looks like on someone's social media account, mm -hmm. even those people that are well into personal growth, like we are, even those people that are like, Hey, I'm doing the spiritual work, meditations, the healing, the prayer, the physical exercise. I mean, it's still this work and it's their practices. Yes. And I have, seen that in some cases the self-care conversation can be one more thing that especially women 
are using as one more way they're measuring themselves that they're not enough yeah. or they're dropping the ball. Like it's one more thing of, oh, I need to do it. And I'm not doing it versus that's why I love the centering question. What do you mean, sweetheart? Yeah. Your question about, you know, how did I start to shift this? Some of it just came with life and life experience, but also inquiry and truthfully, of course, a lot of pain. Because mm -hmm. pain is such a big teacher. It is. Where when you find yourself, I've been divorced, as you know, and different experiences with a family member of mine and other things where I've just, I've gone through some big things where that pain was so rich and so deep and it will can, can be the gift of that pain or the gift of the adversity as I like to call it is a can be a great opening and so when you really start to look at where's the pain really coming from mm -hmm. I love Byron Katie's work mm -hmm. if you're not familiar with her work and she has a book called loving what is and her website the work you know yeah her stuff? yeah I would I need to check it out more, yeah but. but the concept of challenge your thoughts is in essence what she's doing and yeah. teaching is your thoughts aren't always accurate Right. But your thoughts produce feelings, right? So right. write that down is that I remember years ago, Joel Osteen, he's a big pastor out of Texas, says it this way, he says, you're feeling what you're thinking. Yep. And so a lot of times our pain and suffering, the Buddha would teach it that way as well. Our suffering is in our thoughts. And so a lot of times when you come become aware and all that pain is, well, what am I thinking? What am I believing about right. myself or life? And then it's like, well, I'm believing that by this age, I have to have this all figured out. Or I'm believing that, hey, because I'm not this size in a dress, maybe I'm not as attractive mm -hmm. or wanted or desirable. Or if I'm this gender, I'm this age, or I'm this orientation, or I'm this religion, or I'm not this thing, or I'm, you know, it's like all the ways that we can create our own sense of suffering. And that's why, again, I call it coming home is once you come home. And one thing I love to do often in my morning ritual is after I've prayed and read I'll meditate for a little bit. And I'll put one hand on my heart, one heart, hand on my belly, like my solar plexus. And I'll just breathe in and become aware of the light and become aware as if I'm breathing light and love in. Yeah. Just like that. And you just find your own heartbeat and life and love. And sometimes I'll have a spiritual impression. Sometimes I won't. But it's just like I'm thinking or feeling the reminder of like, oh, all is well. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll get the impression that I believe God is speaking to me and saying, I'm with you. All is well. I've got you. I love that. And I love to check into that. And you can do it any time that you choose. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'd love for you to answer the same question is how have you learned, or I guess we should actually say, because it's active, how are we learning mm -hmm. that our self-worth isn't outside of us? Yeah, I think that that's a constant practice, like you said. And I had an experience just this last week in Costa Rica where I was challenged with my own self-worth and I had to really apply like my own principles that I teach. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, soul sister, remember, like, what would you, I think that's the beauty of it. It's like, I'm like, well, what would I tell a client? Okay, sit down, Stephanie, let's, let's just talk to ourselves for a little bit. And I really do talk out loud to myself sometimes, yeah. but um, where, what like, happened? so for me, it's always like, I have my body image is still something that I'm constantly practicing and constantly like loving myself on it. And I get to these really great moments of self-confidence and then I can destroy it in the same moment. And like you said, like mm. our self-confidence ebbs and flows. Right. And to me, I always struggle with that. because I'm like, how can I get to such a high? And then I can make myself get to a low. And I know that I'm the one in control of that. And I'm the one allowing that. Right. And so like, just because I know all these things doesn't mean that it doesn't happen to me. And 
you know, so I was in Costa Rica and I'm in a swimsuit and every girl, like we all struggle for a minute when we're in our swimsuits. And this is mm -hmm. something that I really want to be powerful about. And I really want to like, I want to always like, um, after I had my daughter, I wouldn't get in a swimsuit and I never want to be that mom. Like I always want to be the mom who will go take their kids out no matter what. Cause I want to experience it. Or I'll sit down and make the sandcastle with them. And before I was too worried cause I had a fat roll sitting there. Like I couldn't sit and actually enjoy this moment. Right. And I was like, I'm in such a good place and I'm so going to enjoy like every moment and like be in a swimsuit this whole time. It's going to be so great. And I really did. And then for this split little second, I started talking to this girl and she was talking about how she's like, oh, she's like, I just want to stay in the water. I don't want to like get up above because I don't want anybody to really see my body, but it's like enough for me to be in the water. And all of a sudden I totally went back. Like it was like, as if I was her and I was like, I have so been you. And then it all like hit me all at once. And I was like feeling it all with her. And I remembered it and it made me instantly feel unconfident and instantly made me start to self-sabotage and my voice, like what was going on in my head was how I was five years ago versus the person that I am today. And I instantly got like just less confident. My shoulders dropped. Like I didn't want to speak up. I didn't want to be looked at. I didn't want to be talking to anybody. I just want, I didn't want to just kind of want to sit there and be hidden. Hide. Exactly. Yeah. And I really did start to like hide. And so I was like, Hey, what's going on here? And then I started just to compare myself, instantly started to compare my body to everybody else's body, started to compare how I was standing. Like I started being, I was so, became so aware of myself in such a bad way. And I was like, okay, me and breathe this out. And remember like, you are so enough right now. Why are you focused on this? And instead, why can't you share with her like how you got to this space? And so I was like, hey, let's go for a walk. And she was like, oh, I don't want, I'm like, let's go for a walk. And so we started just talking and I was like, I've been you. And I just went back to that spot. And thank you for talking to me openly about how you felt because it reminded me of how hard it was to be in those moments and how you think that everybody is looking at you and focusing on you. And but yeah, and it makes you, your worth is so wrapped up in that, right? Mm -hmm. And like, you're so, you're lost in it. Like, and that became the, like your only thought. And I just remember being like in that and feeling in that. And it made me go back there. And I was like, so here, here, like, let's go back to a good spot together and tell me things that you love about yourself right now. And she's like, well, I know. I know like I'm bigger, but I really love my butt. I'm like, why did you just unjustify what you love about yourself? You just dismissed, you told yourself you couldn't really like it because of something else. And she's like, okay, you're right. And I was like, I do that to myself too. So let's work on that together. And like, let's just say all these things. And then by the end we're like, oh my gosh, should we be supermodels? Like, should we be doing a photo shoot? And then we did a photo shoot. Like, and just like sat there and I was like, let's just enjoy this and let's just love this. And like, our bodies are so amazing. And like, yeah. we can do anything with them and we can store whatever power we want in them and we can become powerful. And it's just like embracing that 100% and loving that. But it is a practice. It's a constant practice. And it's, it's me telling myself that I'm enough no matter what. And it was just like this, that's a constant reminder for me. And so then the next day I wore shorts to the gym and I went and I ran before I would never run like in shorts. So I'm like, oh, I can feel like my legs jiggle and I'll, I'll just sit here and think about that the whole time. And I was like, no, like you are going to love yourself so much and you're going to run and you're going to run from this mirror and you'll be like, yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> and I totally did. And I was just like, yes, like running. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Sister. Yes. And like, Anytime a bad thought showed up, I was like, run faster, like run that thought out of you. It does yeah. not allow to be here. Mm -hmm. And I totally did. And it was just like this powerful thing, but it started with me remembering and like going back to that spot. And then I've been flowing back to self-confidence, but it was that flow. And I'm thankful that I understand like that practice now so I could kind of instantly get back out of it. But it was a practice throughout that day and like going back and recentering and using those tools. And I think that's 
the beauty of self-growth is it gives you tools to use in those moments where we doubt ourselves no matter what and reapply it and then you can feel full you know I love you so much. I love you so much. I mean, just don't you love like your dishonesty is we can all relate to that. I know I can for sure. And so there's different ways we get tripped up. And I love this. Thanks for being real and vulnerable. Yeah. Because you're just so freaking beautiful and such a little spitfire. And you're just, and you're freaking hot girl. And like you're, yeah. you're, I love watching her Instagram feed because they just inspire me. And there's times where I'm like, all right, I'm going to the gym. Steph, I'm going, I'm getting there, you know? And, um, and she does it. She'll send me a picture. She's like, I'm here. I'm like, yes, girl, I'm like, yes. I'm doing it. And um, because, yeah, you're just inspiring so many of us. But I think, again, it's the mental head talk is, yeah, there's just the mindset. Again, that's where I believe all, all healing and all progress and change does begin in the mind, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's always a mindset thing. And that's why, again, on the flip side, all of your suffering also lives in the mind. Yeah. When you have all the stories and the thoughts and the comparisons, right? Is you can be totally happy. This totally. is why you have to keep your social media on a leash. At least yes. I'm speaking to myself, yes. right? I'm, I'm giving myself a sermon here right now. Yes. But the point Preach is, it, yeah, here we go, is that I can be feeling good and great and then log online. And if I'm not in the right mindset or I'll see something and I'll feel either less than or left out or I'll feel like, wow, well, that person got their dream or this thing happened or wow, look how smoking hot they are. Or, look how perfect their home is or whatever. All the ways we can compare and judge. And that's on me. No one's wrong for posting whatever they want to right, share. Totally. And I follow mostly, I mean, for anyone, I, and there's no one in my consciousness that I'm following that isn't fantastic. And yeah. if I do, they're on mute, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. not that, um, no, but I truly believe I have just great people, but I can still get triggered in, into the comparison game you for totally sure. Do. Like, oh my gosh, look at that person and how cute they are, or this thing or that thing. But the thoughts, and that's why I have to keep it on a leash is that you can be feeling good and then like enter a new thought, enter the comparison game, enter yeah. in that somebody at work, you know, is maybe a little snippy with you or, right, you know, the person that you're like, oh, I thought he was kind of cute and, eh, you know, whatever. It's all the things that can come up is we just have to be careful of our thoughts. Absolutely. And then proactively feed them, right? And when we both are into another habit is mindset work and affirmations and writing them down and clarifying them, doing mirror work, Yes. right? Where you're mentally and verbally like affirming yourself. Yes. I know that that's a powerful way too to help us in this journey. Right. It's like the words you speak. I had a podcast of this on my own show, Go Live, this week. It's titled, It's Time to Tell a New Story. Mm, And there's a quote by the great poet Hafiz where he says this, the words you speak becomes the house you live in. Mm. And that the stories we tell and the mindset that we have and the words we're speaking about ourselves, over ourselves, thinking about ourselves or about others, right? Is those are powerful creative energy forms, your thoughts and your words. And so being kind, like just making a choice, you're not going to be perfect at your self relationship, but in this moment, listening to Steph and I, like make a conscious decision right now. I'm serious. Like whether you're driving, you're working out, you're laying in bed, whatever you're doing right in this exact moment of time, make a decision to say, I'm going to choose to take better care of me. I'm going to choose to love myself more. Perfect. No, but committed. Yes. I'm going to choose to get into a committed, healthy loving thriving relationship with me yes. like you would with anyone else it's like yep you need to be in thriving great relationships they won't be perfect relationships with anyone or yourself but you can be in healthy ones mm-hmm. 
for sure. And it is a relationship like that. And it's like getting, just even going back to like getting to know yourself. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like dating. Like you have to get to know someone and like figure out, do we mesh? Do we like all these same things? Like what kind of things do you like? And you really, you have to learn how to date yourself and have to ask yourself questions and figure out what it is that you like. And for me, I think a lot of, and a lot of other moms can relate with this is when you become a mom, you lose you, you lose like your joy juice, you lose what got you there. Um, even like in business, right? You do all these great things to get yourself promoted and it, and it gave you all this joy and like this thrive because you're like, yes, I finally made this. Oh yes, I got this a goal. Yes, I accomplished this. Or I hit this cell. Like I got, I got this promotion. And then you get there and then you're kind of like, okay, now I can, okay, that's cool. Like I don't need to do anything else. So we lose mm-hmm. like yeah. the, the dating of ourselves, like the fun part, like because dating, that's the fun part is getting to know someone and then deciding like, do I still like them or don't I, whatever, right? But you still have to constantly date yourself just like in a business you have to keep working to where it got you there and like taking care of yourself with that because I think that is where your self-confidence grows from is that you're getting to know you more and you're deciding how much more of you you like and you're peeling back these different layers you're like oh my gosh I love that I can do this and I'm so proud of myself that I can do this and I love that I can think this way and I can can be in control of that and here's how I want to think or oh I, I realize this is a thought that has been consuming me and I can just take that weed out. It doesn't have to live here. And I love how you use the analogy of a home all the time, because I think it is like your house is your home, like in your head, right? And it's your million dollar home and you get to create it however you want. So you can have whatever feng shui, you can have all the color schemes, whatever you want. It's like your blueprint. It's you get to decide that and you go to apply that. And when you decide like, oh, this is how I want this all to look like, that's more and more of you like loving yourself, but it's you having to get to know yourself and testing stuff out to see if you like it. Like how often do you try clothes on to see if you really like it or not? And then you take it off or you, you buy it, then you take it back. It's, it's this whole process of asking yourself questions. And some of them are gonna be really hard questions. And that was for me, my self-love, like, until I allowed myself to say, like, what do you like to do, Stephanie? Like, who are you? What what do you want? Like finding, like, I remember getting nervous at like work functions. They'd be like, okay, everybody say your name and like a hobby. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to say for a hobby? Like, what do I even like to do? What do I, what do I enjoy? All I do is go, uh, pedicures is pedicures. Can I say pedicures is a hobby? Like, what do I have to say for this? And like, that would literally stress me out because I didn't know me. I wouldn't allow myself to go there. I was so surface with myself. And then I was so surface with everybody else. And I was so good at reflect, deflecting. And like, if someone asked me a question, I just followed up with a question. So I didn't have to actually answer anything for myself. And so like, if that's something that you do, I challenge you to start to just ask yourself that question and just sit with it and be like, give me just a minute. Let me think on that. And like, get to know yourself, get to date yourself. And this is like Valentine's week coming up. And, um, so for those of you in a relationship, like, I think it'd be cool to date each other, like go back to like the first times that you were going to date, like get to know each other. Like, what do you really know about each other? And like, ask, ask each other hard questions, like fun questions, like, what do you want to do with your life? Like what brings you joy? Maybe you guys can make use Tiffany's joy list and like the 15 things you love that are free, 15 things that maybe cost money. And what if you guys use that to create like your own little self-love together? And if you're alone, like do that for yourself. And because you have to, I believe this, like the amount of love you have for yourself is the amount of love you allow yourself to receive. Mm -hmm. And until then you'll kind of self-sabotage and until you get the amount of love that you feel like you're worth. And so that's why it's so important to find your self-worth is that, until then you'll get the worth that you feel like you're worth. And we don't realize that we're sabotaging that or creating that with our thoughts, with our minds, with everything that we do, right? Until we become aware of that. Mm. And then that's the whole next level of Girl, self-love. You're so smart. You're so like, smart. Serious. You're like smart, soul smart. But to your point, it's just that I think um, 
yeah, I think a lot of times in a relationship, if we've been in one for a while, we can just make a lot of assumptions. Totally. Right? Like, oh, I know what you like, and I know what you don't like, and I know, but like, exactly. Show up with your significant other, your spouse, your love, and just ask good questions from the beginning of like, hey, you know, tell me, like, what's one thing you're super proud of in the last week mm -hmm. or the last year or excited about? What's one thing you're really excited about? What's the thing that you're, you're the most challenged by right now? As well as like, what are your goals? Like you were saying, like, where, where do you see your life going and what do you want to create and what brings you joy and what, you know, and what you're doing now? Yeah. And I think for all, even then, then back to the self relationship is for yourself is asking certain things yes. as we also get the permission to evolve and change too. And that maybe you're like, hey, this isn't my thing anymore, this particular thing. Or I'm really drawn to learning to play the guitar. Mm -hmm. Or I want to go to France. Or, you know, just tuning in and asking yourself, what are you drawn to? Yes. And allowing yourself that. But I do just wish every single one of you a happy Valentine's Day. And that the reality is, is what if you're with the love of your life, awesome. I think that Steph and I are very aligned in this message that whether you're in or out of a relationship, is that you also choose to show up for yourself in a significant way. Yes. Date yourself. Buy yourself a Valentine's gift. Literally. I'm a big believer of that. Yes. Like, take yourself on a date. Yes. Get yourself, if it's last year for me, it was what I asked. When I asked myself what I wanted, it was balloons. And I went and got myself this huge bouquet of bright balloons. I love that. Right? Sometimes it's been jewelry or it's been a massage or whatnot. Is Give yourself a gift, too. Yes. You know, and that, that's a more of a mindset ongoing, not just on one holiday but that you choose in. I do know one thing to be true. Something you just said is like, the more we love ourselves, the more love we a have to give and receive from mm -hmm. other people is choosing into saying, even if I'm in great relationships, I'm going to choose to show up for myself in an intentional, consistent way. Right. Doing that will help. I believe all your other relationships, friendships and so forth get better. Cause all too often, here's what's, what's happening often in relationship mm -hmm. is a relationship, especially if it's outside the honeymoon phase. Okay. Cause when it's the honeymoon phase, it's like, Oh my gosh, you like tacos. I like oh, tacos. I love, oh my God. We're so excited like, for each other. Who doesn't like tacos? Yeah. Don't answer that if that's you. And if I'm you, kidding. I'm going to eat on subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like, Hey, do you like air? I like air. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh, we're we so excited for each other. Yeah. But the reality is then, you know, and you can be really, truly on an oxytocin high that you're like, oh my gosh, you're yes. all about it. Yes. So soak that in. That's a fun season. But it's also about where a lot of times where we bankrupt a relationship. Mm, I love this. It's because we come to a relationship starved. Mm -hmm. You're mm. starving. And you come and say, give me, give me, give me, fill me up. And in a new relationship, ideally, both of you are like, pouring into each other a lot. You're all about each other, right. saying the things, doing the thoughtful gifts, doing the gestures, being kind, being affirmative in your words. And then like we start to, if we're not conscious about those behaviors, we quit doing them. Yeah. But a lot of times in any relationship where we show up to relationship to receive, which you should be receiving in relationship, but also showing up to give. Mm -hmm. But if you're showing up starved yeah. because you're not showing up for you and I need someone else to regularly fill my cup, that is a formula for pain. Yes. That's a formula for deterioration of a relationship. Right. If you're always so starved and hungry, right. and therefore you nitpick the hell out of your spouse, right. and you find all the things they don't do right, right, or you're always feeling, you know, hey, you got to do more and more and more for me, right. you will bankrupt the relationship. Yeah. I love that analogy. Both of you, me. though, I mean, I'm saying both have to be committed to, not perfect, but committed to yourselves and being healthy good humans to yourself and then committed to the relationship to say, 
we're going to help one another be the best and better versions yes, of ourselves. Absolutely. Right. Cause you're investing in you so yeah. that way you don't go bankrupt. Yep. And so you can keep that. And I think that is how you make that happen is right. constantly investing in yourself because then you, you're learning more about you and you have more to share to the other person. And how often are you in a relationship where you feel like you have nothing to talk about? And it's because of that, or you go to dinner and you're like, uh, so how, how, how is work today? Like, okay, cool. Yeah, great. And it's because you're not pouring into you. So you have nothing yeah. to talk about, or you don't feel like what you have is exciting enough that they're going to be interested in it. Like you're not, yeah. and you're not loving you no matter what, even if your win for that day was that you got dressed and okay, cool. Get it girl. Like make it happen, share that win and celebrate. And like, I think that's part of, of making that investment in you as in you're allowed that you help other people celebrate themselves, but you also help celebrate yourself with that too. So you're not leaning on this person to fill up your whole cup because then you're just being plugged into them constantly. And you're mm -hmm. saying like, I only, I'm only worthy when you tell me I'm worthy. I'm only worthy when you give me this mm -hmm. affirmation or when you give me this or I'm joy. Really pretty when you tell me I'm pretty. Right. Or I'm more, oh, yeah. It's like, no, you got to date yourself. Like yes. one of the very first things when I did my first joy list and it was, one of my very first life coaches and years and years ago. And he said, I want you to create a happy list. What he called it. Same thing. I just used the word joy. And I only had like four things on the list. And I think it was like shopping, travel, fresh flowers. That's about all I can remember. Yeah. I remember something. And this was, again, this is going to sound simple stuff, but for me at the time with who I used to be, this was a massive mindset shift. He said, because flowers were on my joy list. I just love fresh flowers. And he was like, and I, he said, I want you to give yourself flowers. And I was mind blown. I was like, what? You can do that? You can buy, because again, I was so entrenched that yeah. you always give to everyone else or I had to wait for a man or someone else to give me flowers. Mm -hmm. He said, I want you to buy yourself flowers this week. And now, like they're in my home right now at home. I mean, I have fresh flowers in my home almost every week, right? I Where, I, but often, you know, I'm at Trader Joe's or at Costco and get myself a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. And so... It's like, but that's something I love, right? I love because they're just, they're just so pretty. Right. And that may not be your thing, but the point is it was such a mindset shift to give yourself the thing you wanted. Yes. And I was like, wait, what? You can do that? Yeah. Like, that's not like weird. Like that was so outside my comfort zone. So the rest of you listening, if some of you listening, you love flowers too. And it's been a while since you've had them. Or even if you get beautiful flowers this week for Valentine's is somewhere in the next week or two, buy yourself flowers. Mm, Even that. if it's a small little $7 bouquet of tulips at Trader Joe's or, I mean, you know what I'm saying is it's not about like everything has to be maxed out. Yeah. It's just the small deposits that you're like, oh, I can give myself some of the love that I need. Yeah. I can be like, like, I love you talking about in the mirror being like, hey, you go girl, you yeah. look good, you got this, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. It's like, hey, you can do the same thing with yourself. Hey, beautiful, yeah. hey, handsome. Yeah. You know, address yourself with that in a way that's like, oh, cool. Yes. I'm going to give myself more of the things that I'm seeking and needing versus waiting for someone or something outside of me mm -hmm. to shift for me to be happy. Right. Like what I call circumstantial right, happiness. Right. I'm only happy if so-and-so and this, all these people get their parts right. Yep. Have you read your script? Yep. Have you got your part right? This is what I need from you to be But happy. no one knows what their script is. Right. So then you're just upset. So I need all these people and all these things to be going perfectly right for me to be happy. It's like right. you just have totally given your happiness away. Yeah. Versus like, come home. Mm -hmm. Say, oh, wait, that's, I get to be on me. Yeah. I, I get to love that. me up. Yes. And like your point, I so love you brought this to the conversation. It's just opening up to inquiry. 
even myself, as much as I've spoken on this and taught it and lived it, I feel like even from our conversation today, there's like an opening of even more insight that I want to look at and like, oh, yeah, just even asking and being in that space again of what brings you joy and in this season of your life, what are you craving more of? Yeah. And that that's right. Your, your joy and your happiness and your worth are in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they belong. Isn't it beautiful? Mm-hmm. And you can create. We were all designed to create whatever it is that we want. Mm-hmm. And you can do that. And I think it's just sitting there. That's why I love writing. And I invite you guys all to write down all these things that we're talking about. And like just journal about it. Whatever thoughts are coming to us because we get so easily distracted. And I was telling Tiff this earlier. I'm like, I have to like write down certain things all over the place or type it in or have all these different systems because you get so distracted. And it's like, but I think you're getting all these like beautiful signs from God, the universe, however you want to say it, of like reminding us like, hey, this is totally what you're created for. Like, you know, that smile you're getting right now, you know, like this, this, these chills that you're getting or how you just feel like that connection to this person right now, whatever it is in in these moments, like acknowledge that and step into that be like, Whoa, wait, what was that? Oh, was this part of my joy juice? Like, is this something that juices me up and brings me full of joy and like just lights you up and like step into that more and be, be open to whatever that is and be open that if it gave you what your joy was a year ago, might not be your joy today. And the one thing I've learned recently is like, nothing is permanent. And that's beautiful though, too, is like that you don't, you're never just stuck. You're not stuck in one situation. You're not stuck in one belief system. You're not stuck in anything. Like things can always be changing, but it's how quickly can you adapt to those changes and how often can you allow yourself to be open to those opportunities and to those moments and allowing yourself to see like, like, oh, all this can happen for me right now. Like who I thought I had to be 10 years ago to who I think I am today and who I am today is so different. But if you would have asked me that 10 years ago, I was so permanent in that thought that that's all that I could ever see. And mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that I realize now that like, I'm not permanent. Like I can be grounded into me and grounded into what I believe and the beliefs that I have and the love that I want to create and the light that I want to be. And I can always make that permanent about me, but where else that goes, I don't have to control that. I don't have to try to make it all permanent. Like I'll just keep using dry erase markers until it all works out and mm-hmm. like, just let it go. Right. And that helps me to love me and to not judge myself for who I thought I had to be and just like just be you know it works I love this I love you thank you for the conversation yes thank you and where can all my listeners find you what do you have going on how can they be a part of everything that you're about so a couple things one I have a free training that I love around this conversation for people to access a free downloadable couple of worksheets on my site called the self-care guide and they can find that at tiffanyspeaks.com and there's a tab that says free resources and there's a handful of different things but if you're looking for the self-care guide really love that my other other things on my website too there's a lot of good stuff there my podcast is out on apple spotify and stitcher it's under my name tiffany peterson subscribe and i love to plan instagram on social i'm on a couple of social platforms facebook linkedin and instagram but i love instagram the most the gram all for the gram peterson yeah i'll link it all up so you guys can follow her thank you so much for just being here and sharing your wisdom and your light and your love you're so amazing and i just love you and you help me find self-love with me every day too so thank you i love you girlfriend i love you thank you all for listening if you found value in this please go ahead and subscribe to it leave me a little comment tell us what you learned today and make sure you go and follow my beautiful friend at tip peterson love you all goodbye Thank you